Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. So how'd it go? Pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Remember your defense. Point to come. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make good fight. Back the line. Warning for running out of the ring. Once more, toss to a point. And guard. Ready? Guard. Web, Heavy Longmire, Gustav Mateblanc. It's GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. Welcome back, friends. It's your old pal Gustav Montalban. But don't worry, it's not a City of Gustav episode this week, so no stories of long ago. But instead, I want us to take a step back and look at the best of 2017, as voted by some of our listeners. They let us know, hey, I really like this uh, story or this segment. Not that we have a lot of self-contained segments, so it's more just a collection of stories and bits. I want to thank you all for being with us. I know some of you are new and some of you have been with us for almost two years now, and we appreciate each and every one of you, and we love to hear from you. So, as always, reach out to us on Twitter. I am at RealGustav, Ty is at TyWeb3000, and Heavy is at LongmireHeavy. And, of course, you can email us at CanYouHearMePod at gmail.com. So, without further ado, let's just get to the best of 2017. So let's start things off with a little story from Ty about what exactly he's counting and why it's taking quite so long when he goes to the bathroom. Do you want me to tell you boys about my urination ritual? Okay. I think once I tell you guys about this, you laugh now, but after I tell you this, I think you're going to find yourself compelled to start doing it too. Okay. I've been doing this mm, probably since high school. Are y'all interested? Your faces say yes. Yes. My curiosity is piqued. Very curious. 
So anytime does his hips in circles. Yeah. There's a little reverse turn. Um, so anytime, you know how it is when you feel like you, you kind of have those different levels of when you have to pee. Mm-hmm. You get that first twinge mm-hmm. of like, yeah, I kind of got to go. Then it moves up to DEFCON mm-hmm. 2, which is a little bit more urgent. DEFCON 3. Then eventually it gets to kind of where you are with your gas tank to where you want to push it to the very limit. Right. You want to see how far you can go before you have to stop to get gas. Well, you kind of, you know how it is. You kind of, sometimes you want to just keep pushing it to see, am I the only one that does this? You want to see how long you can get it to build up. The I reason do, being. I do not live my life that way. The reason Sounds being like is. torture. Well, no, because you're going to start doing it though once I tell you about this. No, I'm not. The first couple of times I did this, I start, I started thinking about, I wonder how, what would be the longest pee I could do? <laughs> so I started timing it. <laughs> And so after I timed it once, way back when, in high school, then it became, what can my record be? What can be my longest oh, pee ever? So once you have that record in mind, then you want to start holding it as long as you can, right? Because you want to get a new record. Right. So I want you boys to think about that. Next time you start to feel that first twinge of, man, I got to go, you got to think, if I can wait a little bit longer, that's a few more seconds on that. When I actually go that I can count. This is the most insane thing I think we oh. may have come up with. I know what you're thinking. This is probably something Brad does also, which I <laughs> want to ask him about because I, I have a feeling either he has done it in the past or if he does hear this, that he'll start doing it. Next, he's going to tell us he measures his turds. <laughs> now that, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> But I'm telling you, don't, What's don't, your record? well, don't do it once because if you do it once, then you'll never stop because you'll be chasing that record forever. Chasing the dragon, huh? That's right. Chasing the dragon. Okay. What's your record? My personal record is 260 seconds. Holy shit. Wow. Don't, four, now don't, wow. don't shoot. Four and a half minutes? Don't shoot for that. Is that right. four and a half minutes? 200. Yeah. Now I'm counting seconds like, you know, I may be quick counting because I'm just. Oh, one, I thought you meant you were actually like three, four. No, I'm just counting. I'm not looking at a watch. I'm just oh, doing it in well, my that's mind. Bullshit. Well, it's a, it's two two hundred and sixty counts. Let's say then, just one counting. Mississippi, two Mississippi. No, I'm not Mississippi in it. <laughs> I'm just one, two, three, four. I mean, it's got to be close at least. Right. I'm a man of science. Okay. Right. If well, I didn't not, say this was a scientific if experiment. You're not measuring this, is, this with a chronograph. This no, is bullshit. This is. This is, this isn't math, it's music. <laughs> okay, this isn't, this is an artistic endeavor. Uh, this is not a scientific experiment. Okay. And I'm telling you guys, try it once and you'll be hooked. That's, that's fun. And you'll that's be fun. pushing it to the limit. And then you'll hate yourself for it, but then you'll also kind of enjoy that you may have set a new record. Right. It's, it's really how one of the most fun you, things in my life how right long now. Ago did you, <laughs> how long ago did you set this record? Mm, it's been a couple years. Look. I mean, I've been, I've been trying since, but I, <laughs> I made it up to like 240 in the last year, but I can't. It's uh, like the four minute, it's like the four minute mile. Your record's what? 260. 260. And you've been doing this since I, for 20 something years. It's somewhere in the late, in the early 90s. Yeah. I would say, it, I think it was either late high school, early college when I started. So it's been at least 20 years. Yeah. That is fascinating. Now, about three times a year, I get a UTI. 
Are you shitting but, me? Because that's what I'm. A, I was thinking. No, no, no. I mean, it, it wouldn't be a UTI. It'd be a, more of a bladder infection. But I, I don't think males are as prone to that sort of bullshit. Thank God. Could yeah. you imagine, oh. ladies, all two of you or three of you that listen to us? I feel your pain. I don't understand no, you don't. it. I've had have the kidney stones. Yeah. I'm a I'm familiar with urogenital tract problems. Mark that shit. That's why I gave it to you. <laughs> that is the craziest thing that I'm, and we've come up with some crazy stuff now, on after this podcast. T- seeing the look on y'all's face after I told y'all that, it makes me think maybe I should keep these other picadillos of mine to myself. Oh no, no please. No, no, no. And since I don't want to just pick on Ty, let's take a moment to delve into the problems of my own psychosis regarding bananas. No, I'm out. No banana. Never had it. Have I ever told you? Bananas? I've never told y'all that. No, I've never told you why I hate bananas. Too phallic? No, I'm all for the phallic. Whoa! All right. In his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you're making that gesture with my. Tongue, my right. cheek. Yeah. Um, I had a crazy grandmother, okay, who was a nurse in a time when being a nurse meant something different than what it means today. And one of the things that she was a big proponent of, to use the heavy uh, vernacular, was a medicine called paragoric. Oh yeah, yeah, told me this. Yeah. Now paragoric was a opiate mm-hmm. emulsion that was kept in the refrigerator at all times. And it was good for what ailed you. It didn't matter if you had an upset stomach and nausea, if you were throwing up, if you were constipated or anything at all. If it was uh, gastric related from top to bottom, oh, yeah. paragoric would fix you. Well, it fixed you because it was full of opiates. So if you couldn't shit to begin with and you were constipated, it was just going to help that, but you'd feel better about it. Right. Very laudanum. Very. But the problem with it was that, as I mentioned, it was a emulsion, so a thick colloidal substance. Mucus-like. Mucus-colored. And they chose to flavor it as banana at the pharmacy that she got it from. Hello. And I had was subjected to that. My father was subjected to that. My brother was subjected to that throughout the course of 40-something years. It'll cure what ails you. I have not eaten a banana willingly without being under duress (laughs) 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 since approximately 1979. Uh, I did eat one on the side of a mountain because that's the only food they gave us one time on a trip to Colorado when we were backpacking. I want to hear more of these non-consenting banana stories. Well, you know, (laughs) you had to eat it. So uh, you don't like banana bread? I don't eat banana bread. I don't eat bananas. Banana I don't pudding. eat banana splits. I wouldn't fucking touch banana pudding if I had to. <laughs> now, you know I'm going to have to go bleep that yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. You are. But everything around it will still maintain so people so can fill speak. in the blanks themselves. Uh, yeah, I will not touch anything banana. I, you know, I knew you didn't like, I remember that medicine story. But I didn't realize it was, I thought maybe it was a texture. I don't, yeah, I don't like the texture either. The bananas in my breakfast rotation, heavy. My kids eat bananas? Banana? Huh? My kids will eat bananas, but I will not. Yeah. Man, you're missing out. 
I'm not missing out on shit. Banana's uh, one of the perfect foods for you. I, I get my potassium other ways. It's a weird It's statement. good for, <laughs> yeah, easy. <laughs> I get my phallic subjects in other ways. Yeah, it's one of those things that I just don't want to eat it. I don't want to eat banana chips. I don't eat banana bread. I won't eat banana pudding. I won't eat raw. Banana cut up on. Bananas and peanut butter? No. Banana cut up on uh, raisin bran? No. Yeah, banana on cereal's good. No, 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 no. Now I will eat chocolate covered banana. No, I will eat plantains if in uh, Caribbean cooking type things. I will eat that, but that doesn't taste like a banana. Yeah, yeah. that's a plantain. It's not a banana. More savory. Anyway, but that's me and bananas. Huh. <laughs> There's our episode name. <laughs> that's me and bananas. <laughs> With special guest star, Gustav. <laughs> and speaking of food obsessions, let's turn our attention to Heavy's world-famous baked beans. Last weekend, a friend had invited us over to a cookout on oh, Sunday. Oh, now he's got friends. Yeah. And uh had invited us over to cookout on Sunday. He's like, hey, why don't you bring... You're awesome, baked beans. <laughs> okay. He texted me this. I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll bring baked beans." So I had to. How uh, much of this story is true? I I don't know, but I'm so hoping Saturday it keeps morning, going. Saturday morning, I get up. He's going to talk about how he made the baked beans. Please tell me it was in a. I go to want, Marshall Pottery. Crafted, which I never go to the grocery store. Chalice. My wife does all the grocery shopping, which she's cheap. I mean. So she, that's why she doesn't let me do the grocery shopping because I come home with all kinds of shit, you know. So far you've accused her of being a thief and now cheap. So she, this, she'll admit she's cheap. This is going well for you, which is good and bad. It's, it's good to have a wife that does not like to spend money. Right. But at the same time, she doesn't like to spend money. So when you do spend money, it kind of causes some issues. So anyway, I go to Walmart. On your baked bean pot. <laughs> yeah, she's all up in your ass about those three three cans of bushes. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, these are, I mean, it's a secret recipe. I know how to pour cans of bush beans into <laughs> no. a crock pot and then just put it on warm. No, no. <laughs> That's a bastardization of baked oh, beans. My famous... <laughs> Heavy's famous. That's a bastardization of baked beans, sir. (laughs) I feel like I've tasted these before. He throws, he just throws a piece of bacon in there just to. I don't even buy all my ingredients at the same store because I don't want people to know what the ingredients (laughs) are. That's the montage of all montage. Because I know people, they're spies watching, trying to figure out what these ingredients are. You're picking your own herbs out of your garden. So I spread it out, man. So anyway, I go to Walmart. First, honestly, nobody will think to look there. Never in a million to years. To buy a few ingredients, and uh, anywhere where you can get your beans, where you also get your house shoes, is a good place. <laughs> and some tires. Well, that was the first time I'd been to Walmart in probably <laughs> Mega Walmart year or two. See, and now I've this is this is from a liberal that is supposed to be supporting the common man. He's got his ass over at Walmart buying fake China goods all day. Those beans are not from China. Okay, they may be from Mexico. Which I'm worried about when this wall gets built, what's going to happen there? What's going to happen but, to your baked bean recipe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bottom line, locally sourced stuff or something. He's going to have a coyote running beans to him. <laughs> That's 
Yes, you'll be out so there walk- picketing with. And this is when I on. this is when I realized I need to get out more. I'm just cruising around Walmart, cruising with my oh. shopping cart, and I'm like, man, with a hanky in his back pocket. They've got all kinds of stuff here. I need this. Well, like I you've never that. been. Walmart? It's, been, it's been like a year or two since I've like, been. And a, it's changed yeah, so much since I mean, I've been in a Walmart. It's you know? the same. Now they have it's, and, uh, it's a super center. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. They have food here. Yeah, it was really good. I got all kinds of shit. So what did you see that you thought, huh, they've got this here? Sliced bread? Well, I got held up in the sporting goods department as I... How the fuck is that even near? <laughs> I know the Walmart you went to, there's no... The food's You're the pointing the wrong side. direction. I didn't go to that one. You don't know the one I went to. <laughs> the sporting goods is on the opposite side. Because I was walking around seeing what all they had. In sporting goods or just everywhere around the just store? Just in general. Just in general. It's a nice, nice place. This one sounds like a real leisurely trip. Oh, I'm sure yeah. it took a long ass time. Yeah, How I, long were you in there? About 45 minutes. How much stuff did you come out with? Cart more, full? More than I intended. Did you uh, get in trouble for how much you bought? No, I hadn't showed it all. So <laughs> stash stuff away. And Do I need, we, to, did sorry, I need we, to edit out that question? We've totally derailed you no. from get, so get back to your baked beans. You're famous that we've never heard of. Yeah, out. how come you hadn't made some fucking baked beans for us for the show? Well, cook some brisket and I'll make well, some Well, remember, okay. he identified that his friend invited right. him over. Yeah. And I'm not sure that we rank. That's right. Well, no. We don't invite him over. We're associates. That's the, true. Uh, Acquaintances. Yeah. Beans turned out great. Well, that, you really jumped to the end. I was wanting to hear about, like, what do you put Talk in about them? the denouement. You can at least give us some of the ingredients. I mean, you don't have to give us the exact it measurements. Has. I mean, I'm going to guess it has brown sugar. It has a variety of beans. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's baked beans. It's not like a right. variety of beans and a variety of sweeteners. Oh my gosh. And Sativa. stevia is in yeah. there. He's got secret mushrooms in it. Secret herbs and spices. He's got some peyote. Yeah. He's got uh, a variety of it's natural got some herbs. Hand, hand ground clove in there. Do you have, is, if I just say an ingredient, will you say yes or no? Yes. Brown sugar? Yes. Mustard. No. Onion. Yes. Garlic. No. Rosemary. No. Cinnamon. No. Cheesecake. No. Okay. Well, it's not the one I thought. We would be doing everyone a great disfavor if we didn't include that time that Gustav let Heavy have his own show, and he told us how he makes crappie fillets. Hello, friends. This is Heavy, your old buddy Heavy. It's just me. Um, so we're going to talk about some things here. Ty's off doing beautiful things. Gustav is doing Gustav things. So I've been wanting to talk to you folks about... now. You know, lots of folks nowadays are worried about their health. And, uh, you know, eating fish is a big thing. You know, cutting back on, on red meats and even pork's getting a bad name nowadays. And chicken, hell, you, you don't know what they're pumping into those chickens. So a lot of people are eating fish. So I want to talk with you about the proper way to skin a crappie. To, to, uh, dress your crappie. Now, some folks go bone in and, uh, you know, scale them and, and, uh, 
just gut them, go that away. And, uh, you know, and that's fine if, if you want to eat like that. I myself, I prefer fillets. Um, I fillet everything. It doesn't matter whether it's a bluegill or a crappie or a bass. I'm going to fillet it all. And, and with bluegill, now bluegill is some of the best eating that you'll ever have. It takes a lot of them, but man, they're good. Now with crappie, I prefer a crappie to be about a pound to a pound and a half. Anything smaller than that, you know, a lot of folks, you know, with lakes, they go by length limit. I go by weight. It's all about the girth. Just ask the ladies. And so don't worry about the length. It's the thickness. So if you go about a pound, pound and a half crappie, that'd be about from the end of your middle finger. Oh, just past your wrist. Well, a little bit past your wrist. And, uh, and good and thick. Flay that sucker up. And the ladies will love it. They love them when they're good and thick. Now, the, a lot of folks have different ways of breading their fish. I prefer cornmeal with a little bit of flour, just a little bit of flour, like maybe a three to one ratio. Throw in some Tony Satchery's. But the kicker is to get that bread to stick. Now what I do is I'll clean my sink out real good and I'll take a bottle of yellow mustard and I'll squirt the whole bottle of mustard in the sink. Coat the fish in the mustard, and then coat it in the breading, and then throw it in the fryer. Now, the mustard, you'll never taste the mustard. It just, it acts as a, uh, almost like a coagulant type substance that just helps that breading stick a lot better than milk and egg would do. And, uh, then you fry it up. Don't fry it too much, though. You just just till they start just when they start floating, that's when you want to pull them. Make sure your grease is good and hot. You know the whole thing about you know get your grease good and hot. And you know it's hot enough when you can throw a match in it and the and the match strikes. That's a bunch of bullshit. That you don't want to do that. You're going to ruin your grease. That's one of those things my dad told me, and it's bullshit. You're going to ruin your grease doing it like that. There is a reason you don't have your own solo podcast. This is awful. <laughs> I I can't just sit here and talk by myself. Oh, my God. That's bad. We're almost at two years now. And as I mentioned in the intro, we we really love our listeners. And we've been lucky enough to meet several of them. And a couple of them have become, whether directly or indirectly, parts of the of the show. So here's a couple of clips from two very important people. The first up is a poem from when Ray Ranfill, who himself has joined with us a couple of times to guest host, which we're always thankful for. So let's let Jay speak via tie about our partial rewall episode concerning the border wall. <clears throat> Am I supposed to say who this is from? Yes. Okay. This is from Ray Ranfill, and he says, To the boys of Can You Hear Me, I'm just finishing up the most recent episode dominated by the likes of Border Wall and Refugee Talk. After listening for nearly two hours, 
which was it that long? Yeah, or did he just long. listen to it twice? It wasn't a full two hours. It was one of our longest episodes to date. He was probably pausing to fact check a bunch of our bullshit. As one should do. Of course. After listening for nearly two hours, I felt that I would only be able to express myself appropriately on the topic via the rhythmic design of poetry. So here goes. <laughs> Buckle up, Ty Webb. The Wall. He's entitled this poem, The Wall. It's a great song. Uh, I punch up episode 51 and oh my God, what has become of my favorite 903 pod? I listen intently with shock and appall. They just spent an hour and a half on building a G-damn wall. <laughs> I prefer stories of Jordan and a vaginal deceiver or tales of the wild of an upright running beaver. But while we are discussing all the concrete and mortar, why not decide who best to guard this sacred border? If it's how to hold up, hold down illegals you are debating, who better than the glove, Gary Payton? And whatever else this is involving, I'm sure we can find a way to include Stacy Ogman. Gus, you, are you well aware of Stacy Ogman? This and is the, the I, running I, rebels. I realize that this is some type of UNLV reference. If you want to reject folks back to where they should go, just hire an African MFer to Kimbi Matumbo. <laughs> He'll wag his finger at the drop of a hat. We'll give those migrants a cash me outside. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) But wherever on this lexicon you may stand, be sure to get out there and hug your favorite Mexican. Because without those makers of the great tortilla, there's no ponchos, sopapillas. So what have we learned after hearing your well-reasoned thoughts? Maybe go back to just talking about stuff on future pods. <laughs> just having fun here, and of course we are. Love your honey buns. J. P.S. Glenn says hi. That's genius. <laughs> that is wonderful. Our next character, although he's never been on the show, he's certainly been talked about a fair amount. And that's good guy Matt. And I'll tell you what, Matt is the only person I've ever known that makes money by listening to podcasts. So not only did he win a fair amount of money from going to the dirt track with Jay and myself and a couple others, but he also got $100 from me, Gustav, which is, as you'll find out, is a rare accomplishment in itself. So let's listen to how Matt came through for the guys and earned himself $100. Last week, I set out the challenge of $100, which you two cavalierly also offered up extra $100 from me, but I only agreed to my $100. Man, that's chicken shit. Boy, he's welching. My name is not Dan McDowell or Bob Stern. That's There's a no whole welching. Other, yeah. Anyway. Team TC. Total Team C- TC on this. I made the challenge. If you could find our traveling down a dusty road video, I would pay someone $100 to the person that could find that. Which you should probably briefly remind the listeners what that So if you video didn't listen was. last week, we had a discussion about our hometown movie theater. And how they had an old video from the set, or video, an old commercial that they ran before the movie for Coca-Cola that featured some really crude animation in a very stylistic style that had, um, 
Traveling down the dusty road, going to meet our friends down at the movies where it all begins. Anyway. Where it all begins. And as as Heavy said, it was heavily sepia-toned. Yes. Looking for a good time. Looking for what's real. He's a regular Hoyt Axton over there. <laughs> Looking for a... We'll have Hoyt Axton talk in a second. <laughs> so anyway, I put that He's out there. He's got a little Hoyt Axton. He does have right a little now. Hoyt Axton. But... <laughs> oh my God, he does. With the hair grown out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. I think we just like had an epiphany there. No shit. Huh. Now I'm not even going to be able to look at I you can't without look seeing at you. Hoyt Axton, especially after all that gremlin talk he had. Well, I've got a I've got a Hoyt Axton album at home that he. If, <laughs> I got a lot of Hoyt Axton albums. Uh, I've never gotten into Hoyt Axton. There's a lot of good, but there's a lot of bad. I would think that there'd be a lot more bad than good. It just depends what your mood is. Okay. Didn't right. he at one time play one of those little junior size guitars? I don't remember that, but I, I wouldn't like put I've it past I seen a video him. of him doing that on some show. Okay. Silver Sorry. Spoons. When he was on <laughs> Silver Spoons. Not think... Silver Spoons. Different strokes. Yeah, I don't... I don't and know. WKRP in Cincinnati. I don't remember him on that. Oh, yeah. He, he sings Della and the Dealer because he plays uh, a hometown boy from Jennifer's hometown come back that's going to marry her or that's in his thought but she tells him that she's married to johnny okay and they try to act all that way and then it comes out but he sits down in the studio and plays Della and the dealer and that was my first first exposure but certainly not my last to hoyt axed (laughs) and uh are y'all um team jennifer or team bailey i want to do sister twisters in between them if I if you pressed me on it though that and that's two wonderful extremes there. Too. It's going Bailey if you press me. It's going I'm, Bailey if you pre- press Bailey. me too. And that episode in the softball game episode. Oh, so that needs to be cover art for this episode. If for no other reason than I just want to see that. Picture I was gonna again. do the damn oh, rooster yeah, yeah. with the flag yeah. in its ass. Yeah, that's hard to beat too. But yeah, that I'm gonna have to go back and watch that now that you've yes, said it that is it. great. Is it falling apart? Yeah, it is, but that's all right. Just roll with it. I'll just hold it here. Okay. I'm sorry. We'll work on that in the next, between the yeah. next episode. This is, all why, right. this is why I need my people here. I'm sorry to derail us with Hoyt Axton talk. I apologize. Kiss it. Apologize. So anyway. You offered your hundred bucks. Offered my hundred bucks. It's not really your fault that Heavy looks so much like Hoyt Axton. I know though. it's not, but you put it, pointed it out and that's all I can fucking <laughs> see now. Okay. He's going to be playing it up now. Dude. I will, I will include in the, on the website. So we'll have the cover art will be rooster flag. I will include pictures of Hoyt Axton. <laughs> I will include. Hey, put one of Hoyt Axton with Heavy's wrestling shirt on him. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> the perfect male specimen. And I will include pictures of. Jan and, uh, or I'm sorry, Bailey, Jan, played by Jan Smithers and Lonnie Anderson as Jennifer from WKRP. Yes, thank I'll you. I'll see if I can find some shots from the softball episode. Oh, one of the greatest moments in TV history. That definitely shaped my, my young mind. So to speak. So to speak. And yes. Shaped okay. Those corduroy. That's, yeah, I, well, wasn't, I wasn't, you didn't go need there. to paint the picture that. Yeah. 
you could see, he had Directly. that grin. You knew he was yeah. going there. Yeah. All right. So I just expect him to break out into song. <laughs> it was Della and the dealer and a dog named Jack. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to. I'm gonna have to study up on my. Oh, boy I'm action. sure you will. Well, I can imagine he's gonna be wearing one of those little mini cowboy hats <laughs> next time. We and a corduroy jacket, uh, corduroy sports coat, tiny hat, and he's gonna be playing bony fingers for us or something. There we go. <laughs> I I think I've given you a lot of Hoyt Axton digitally over the years. I don't think well, so. that sounds very invasive. <laughs> Keep your digits away. Giving him the old Hoyt Axton, are you? So I published the episode early Thursday morning. By Thursday afternoon, we get a tweet from one Matt, Dr. OK, with the goods. And you've spent years looking for this. Not nonstop, but even the night of uh, Wednesday night when I was doing the editing, I went and searched once again with the hopes that I would find it and I could put a little, you know, mm-hmm. addition to the episode saying, oh, hey, I found it. And I feel like it. Matt is a search savant, though. I, and I searched multiple terms and things and still couldn't find anything. I even watched a good... 20 minutes of 60s and 70s Coke commercials on YouTube. Yeah. But I'll be damned if he didn't come up with it within hours. Jackpot. And didn't that send y'all right back? Yes. Oh, I, you know what? I could almost smell the horse hair. Yes. Yeah, horse hair. Squirming <laughs> in that wire mesh, that mesh wire uh, seat. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know what? I don't feel bad at all about offering up a hundred dollars for it. That's because I've watched the, it multiple times. The feeling I had when I watched that was absolute pure joy. And now you you can have it forever. Yeah. And I you know, I've wasted a hundred dollars at strip clubs and not had that much enjoyment, okay? <laughs> Got to talk about local honey, but yeah, you know. But anyway, also some memories you'll have forever. I'll have those memories and I've shared them with y'all. But so tomorrow, Partial Recall is having their one year anniversary uh, shindig. And hopefully Matt's there and I will give him the Benjamin, the $100 bill for his efforts. All right. And Matt, I want you to even greater than the accomplishment of finding this video. You have no idea the summit you have reached. When Gus will gladly hand you over a hundred dollars of his own money. Absolutely. This is like the Mount Rushmore of, <laughs> this is on the Mount Rushmore of people giving over, happily giving over money that you would never have expected <laughs> to do so. I am cheap. It's true. It would have taken something this monumentous for Gus to, with a smile on his face, Hand someone a hundred dollar bill. Yeah. At no point did I feel bad about this at all. It, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it was pure when I joy. first watched it, I was like, is that the one? I know it has bits and pieces of it. The but song. Is that the one. But yeah, then it was, I mean, there were parts of the commercial that were we, not as clear in our mind. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't right. have recreated the whole thing, but there was enough of it to recognize oh, it. Absolutely. And the song just, even if if he would have just sent us the audio, it would have been yeah, it would have been great. Yeah. But getting to see the whole thing, that was and nostalgia one, at its highest order. One thing, and I will we'll play it at the end of the episode 
and I will put the link to it. It's not going to be as great no. to anybody except the three of no, us. It's just except for Matt, who made a hundred dollars from right. doing a YouTube search. Thank you again, Matt. But it 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 was like the rosebud moment of Citizen Kane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was our 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 snow sled. For sure. Spoiler alert. Brought yeah. back lots of memories and lots of firsts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> lots of firsts. Yeah. That that I don't like the way you're looking right now. Why are you raising one eyebrow? <laughs> Why are you just thinking of that old theater? <laughs> so loaded. I'm first, so loaded that I'm not even first time it. holding hands with a girl. First time you try the old popcorn trick. Putting an arm around the girl. <laughs> you know. Yeah, just take it on back. <laughs> take it on back. One thing you were talking about how you weren't sure that at the first glance whether or not it was the, the commercial. One thing jumped out at me as I watched it, and I hadn't thought about it since when we were kids. There always bothered me in one of the shots, there's an onion. It's got a big thing of food. What yeah, you're going to get at the concession stand. There's some vegetables. There's some tomatoes. There's some tomatoes and stuff. But in the forefront, there's a freaking onion. And I'm like, what the hell? I never understood why the hell there was an onion. But a tomato was fine. Yeah. Tomato didn't bother me as much as these damn onions. And then upon watching it, it jumped out at me again. And now I see that there was a hamburger there. Um, now there were no hamburgers at our theater. No. Well, those would have been shitty. Nor would you have wanted to eat them. They didn't have hot dogs. I don't know. Well, anybody. you remember how old those things yeah, were? I don't know anybody that, that ever ate one. That uh, rotisserie. I think yeah. the same ones were on there for about two years. How old would the baked on grease have been oh. in that thing? Stuff from you know. They were just the fifties. That those mm. old dogs were just shriveled and yeah, I don't know. I don't think that either. thing was even warm. It was just a regular light bulb in there. <laughs> yeah. Just a forty watt. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. But anyway, Matt earned a hundred dollars. I am good to my word. I mean, that, that's not ever been in question. But like you said, <laughs> the fact that I'm gladly doing it—that is suspect. That shows how important this was yeah, to it's, me. Good work, Matt. It's one of the few times those of us who have known you your whole life has witnessed such thing happen. Yes. So it's. I hope you. I want you to relish this, Matt, because you have you have accomplished quite the feat. And that's a, and Matt's a good dude, but yeah, I, I'm going to download and save that. So even if you two blew up one day, I'm going to have that in the vault. Good deal. And I'm sure at, a, at some point we'll get together and just zapruder the hell out of it. Oh, absolutely. yeah. I and mean, we could do it on, on air, but it wouldn't, it would be something no one would want to listen to. That first, like the first two seconds of that it when it just, came on, yes. I was immediately transformed yeah. by Chills. Yep. Yeah. Just, yeah. Eyes transfixed, which it was different looking at it on a tiny screen, a tiny screen that's clear. Yes. <laughs> and although it was a pretty grainy copy. Yeah. Yeah. Which was even better. Yes. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was great. It felt weird to not be eating a giant sour pickle while watching it. But or a bunch of milk duds. Those are two or go-tos right there. I, 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 on the I said edge my, of a wax Coca-Cola right. cup. Mm. I think I said my, I think I said what in the hell for the first time there, uh, speaking of first. I think that's the first time I cussed. First, first time you cussed. Yep. Rite of passage. Yeah. While you're first doing a popcorn trick, I guess. And last. Yep. Yeah. Never again. It's always difficult to go back and 
find the things in the year that stood out, but Ty's story of his friends, three wide and an S10 stuck out for one of our listeners. I, I, I think that'd be neat. But I well, love train I mean, trips. It's the best way to see the country. Boy, that. We are speaking the OKC. You're speaking Papa Webb's language <laughs> right. now. He's told, he said that phrase to me a thousand times. That's where I, that's where I pulled right. it up. We ought to take the OKC run sometime. Yeah, we, we could. I've, uh, I've never ridden on a passenger train. Really? Outside of like, like Amtrak, just, you know, commuter stuff. Yeah. I've taken the one to, to Austin a couple times. No. It's a pretty ride. Beats the hell out of that traffic too. Yeah. Mm, I bet. On a weekend. Oof. Yeah, that would be, we ought to do that. Jonathan. Y'all want to go right now? Oh, sure, why not? I got my bindle. Let's do it. <laughs> and I think we've talked before. I I don't regret it, but it would have been neat to hop a train, hop a freight. Man, I, hop had a freight. A, I think I may have mentioned to y'all, I had a bunch of buddies that I made friends with when I got to college that they had been doing that. They had just kind of stopped doing that when I uh, started going there. Yeah. And I just, just missed out on the tail end of all that. Yeah. That's... That sounded like a blast. Yeah, you, you, we talked about that a long time ago. Like, My dad can tell some crazy hobo stories. Yeah, that's the problem. You know, yeah. I think we missed the, opportun- the opportunity of normal people yeah. by about 70 years. So, yeah. Well, and it's still, I mean, <laughs> as he said, they're not traveling that way. Generally, because they want to, right? There's, well, one, you know, there's a reason. Yeah. One of my one they're time, on the, it went terribly wrong for a couple of my buddies that they hopped on one at night that thought it was running, making this about fifteen mile run, mm-hmm. and they ended up about over an hour away before oh. it stopped, mm. and then they hitchhiked back. Oh, shit. And on the hitchhike back, they got in a little S10 truck with this dude at about three in the morning. And one of my buddies, you know, so it's three wide in this little S10 hitchhike. And I was, first of all, I was like, why didn't you just get your ass in the back? No I'm not getting in the cab mm-hmm. if I got a hitchhike. Well, they're nestled up. <laughs> my buddy that's on the far end loves this story. The ones that's in the middle hates it. I bet. He said they, they've been driving about, shift, yeah, no, he said they've been driving about 10 minutes and the guy driving put his hand on the other guy's <laughs> leg and said, would you like a free blowjob? Oh no. <laughs> he said, my buddy that's on the far end is like just trying to hold back the laughter oh, and my buddy no. in the middle is just shitting himself, you know? Oh no. And he said, the other guy, well, how said, was it? Why don't you just let us out whatever you don't mind? Because then he's thinking, well, hell, if I say no, right. this guy is never going to stop. And we're going to die tonight. Yeah. <laughs> if I say yes, my other buddy's going to tell everybody. <laughs> so I'm the guy in the middle is in a no-win situation. Yeah. Unless he had said, you can go, you can blow my buddy first. He's bigger or something, you know. <laughs> I told him, I said, you should have said, that's outrageous. $25. <laughs> Free? Come on now. But yeah, that uh, their night was compounded with, I mean, they thought their night <laughs> was awful. bad when they ended up an hour and a half away. And then they, you know, they added fuel to the fire by deciding to hijack back across state lines. Hitchhike. I mean, not, not hijack. No, not, totally they almost got story. hijacked. <laughs> hitchhiked back from an hour and a half away from another state they were in now mm. at, you know, middle of the night. Cause this was, yeah, we didn't. I'm trying to think of, I don't think any of us had a cell phone. Oh, that'd at been pre cell phone, yeah. Um, and then to, you know, actually have some of your worst fears come true. You finally wow. get somebody to pick you up, 
And that that's what you're having have to you deal with. Have you ever hitchhiked? I have. Like really? A, a long, like a very far distance? No. Like I've only hitchhiked twice. Like local where we grew up or further? one, one local where, by where we grew up. I think I may have told this story, but it was with my mom. I was, I was, I don't know. I was probably like seven or eight or something. And we had car trouble right. and we were out there kind of in the middle of nowhere. And we just had to hitchhike about, you know, like 10 miles into town. Okay. But I remember my mom, she carried a pistol at the time uh-huh. and she had it in her purse and she had her hand in her purse the, the whole, whole time, time. Mm-hmm. you know. And then one other time that was another short trip, but nothing like this, nothing yeah. like, you know, out in the middle of nowhere in the middle of night kind yeah. of thing. And when I did it before, like when I was older, I, I got, it was a truck and I got in the back of the truck. Right. Yeah. I was like, I'm not getting in the cab. Same the way with, I've pick, picked up hitchhikers before when yeah. I had a truck and y- you can get in the back. Yeah. But even now I wouldn't even do that. No. Right. I wouldn't even. How about you, Gus? No, I have not. And never? I never, you never, never hitchhiked. No. Huh. Have I you? Have several times. Today? Nothing, uh, I mean, not in years. Like three no. years ago? Never anywhere far. Like in the town. Yeah. Or... Did you have to give any blowjobs? No, did not have to do that. Did you have to receive any blowjobs? Well, he, he didn't have to. Right. Probably, yeah, 10, 15 miles is furthest I've ever had to hitchhike. I'm going to edit out that 10 or 15 part and you just say, yeah, 10 or 15. <laughs> personal favorite story of mine was the time that Ty gave himself a black eye while he went to the bathroom. At night when you get up, do you sit down to pee or do you stand and pee? I stand like a man. You know, the way God intended pissing it. Pissing all over the place in the dark? Well, I'll turn on a light in the bathroom. No, you can just walk in there and just sit down and... No. I'm a fan of the sit down in the dark. In the dark? No. Stand. I don't really want to have to do clean up on aisle three in the morning. No, no kidding. I stand like a man. Did I tell you about uh, last year when I gave I don't myself have that far to go? Just got a chamber pot. <laughs> the, I mean, my aim. I mean, it oh, just right. kind of rested yeah. on. The... Sure. Yeah. yeah. In fact, you have to keep it from getting wet to begin with. Right. To hold it up. To... Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, it might be that four foot toilet you got in there. Snuffleupagus. <laughs> Did I tell y'all about last year when I gave myself a black eye getting up to pee one night? No. <laughs> so I, I got up to go to the restroom in the middle of the night and I had, I've got a, a rake laid in your, bed, got, got your a, bedroom floor. I've got a rake that I keep in the bathroom and it's <laughs> never caused me a problem. But no, I, I, I had the closet, you know, like the old, linen closet thing you know there's one i've got one right across from where the toilet is uh-huh. and for some reason i'd left the door almost all the way open and to where there wasn't a whole lot of space between that and where the toilet was and i went to the bathroom sitting down like anyone should do in the middle of the night right gus you're with me on I'm that i'm with you on that but oh, when <laughs> but when i when i stood up I guess I did it at such an angle, like I stood up and took a step, and when I did, I hit my face square on the edge of the door, Mm. and it, I mean, you know, I was half asleep anyway, and it, I mean, it hurt so bad. I mean, I've been punched in the face before, and it hurt worse than that, Oh, and I knew that, like, I mean, it, you know, it took me aback a little bit, and it scared the shit out of me, because I didn't know what had hit me. Yeah. I mean, I was half asleep. Where this damn right come yeah, from? Yeah, I'm used to going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. I've never been hit with anything in the face. 
Uh. And man, the next morning, I'm, cause I, you know, then I was awake. I, I turned on the light. I realized what had happened. I put some ice on my face. The next morning, it started to bruise up a little bit and I thought, oh mm-hmm. shit. And then luckily, and then about three days later, I mean, it's purple yellow. Luckily uh. though, most of the bruise was right along my eyebrow. Uh-huh. So you couldn't really, you know, it, you couldn't tell it as much right. as if it would have been like under my eye. And your eye shadow covered the rest. That's right. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I went ahead and went a little darker on the blue. Yeah. But it, yeah, it went basically from like the middle of my nose all the way around. It didn't like completely raccoon, but about a half raccoon. Damn. But that hurt. Man, it, the worst part about it was it scared the shit out of me. Oh, I bet. Because it really felt like you're just walking along and somebody hits you. Yeah. Bam. Out of the blue. Right. Because, I, I mean, I was like, what the hell could that be? <laughs> and it, you know, it felt like, because, you know, kind of in a get up motion, it just, it felt like somebody hit me in the face. Ugh. And so then I had to explain, you know, why the hell I had a black eye, work right. and stuff. Or the like, people at work like, you can tell us, did your lover hurt you? Well, and I... I, you know, I threw out all different kinds of stories. You know, the last thing you wanted to say is that, well, I, I hit myself on a door going to the bathroom in the middle of the night. <laughs> They're going to be sending that welfare check on right. me. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I, I thought y'all would appreciate that story. That's good stuff. So note to self, close all the doors anywhere yeah. in your path from the bedroom to the restroom. I mean, I went down that whole like 30 foot hallway without touching anything right and then i finally you know get up to go to the bathroom and i mean um, get up get up to come back to the bedroom and wham in his west wing right yeah i mean any of the other six bathrooms there there's not even a closet right, right. there by the toilet no, i wouldn't have had to worry about it the one i went into that happened to have an open door right what are the odds it's a hard knocks life I'm telling you Maybe it was karma hitting me in the face. <laughs> this is what you get for having six bathrooms. <laughs> you may remember that Heavy disappeared for two months. So let's listen to his quote-unquote triumphant return from the wilderness. Repartee, repartee. <laughs> I'm using talk. Your uh, local news rapport building conversations man what if we did have our own radio station and we had to fill it with local news we would be so much on swap shop that would be pretty much all it was plus your ronnie Millsap hour yeah and we'd have to farm out a less nestman for the show because we couldn't do that you know wkrp was had to be one of my most favorite shows as a kid what had everything yeah i mean it had all the characters you would need. It had the hot chicks. It had the, uh, the bumbling, the bumbling idiot. It had the too cool for school. It had comedy. I mean, it was taught us about protons and neutrons. That's right. It was educational. It yeah. Was, it was pretty perfect. I've watched several interviews and I can't remember the guy's name right off the top of my uh, head, but maybe Hugh Brown or something like that. The guy that Boris was, Zuzak. Yes, exactly. The guy that was the showrunner and the, uh, creator of it and he just you know they love him i mean they, they're just still what was it 30 something years yeah. later and they're still just in love with him all right well this is can you hear me the podcast it used to be three guys but here last couple of months it's just been two guys r.i.p heavy r.i.p heavy maybe someday i don't know where he's at i am gustav montablanc i'm ty webb and 
we used to have the one and only Heavy Longmire, but he got sick and passed away, I guess. So you can find me on Twitter at Real Gustav. I'm at TyWeb3000. And we have uh, our email that you can send in, you know, pics of funny things or amusing stories and anecdotes to canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram and Grinder or whatever. So anyway, I don't really have a whole lot this week. I apologize. Holy shit. What? Hey, you motherfuckers, I'm back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's all covered in fur. What's going on? <laughs> Who are you? Woo. Been on a trip, boys. Been on a trip. Well, do tell. Sorry. I've been away so long. I did not. First off, who are you, mysterious man? I am the one and only Heavy Longmire. It's hard to tell from America's that. favorite <laughs> trapper. <laughs> America's favorite trapper and outdoorsman. I was about to say it was hard to tell it's you from that uh, enormous beard and smear of whatever you've got all over your face. That's but after greasy. that comment, I, I get it. That's uh, very I, I don't believe he's ever self-identified as America's favorite, so the That's time out one. in the sun may have. Well, this, uh, I think we've got our title now. Yes, absolutely. The being part of this podcast got me out of a jam. All right. I believe I tweeted you guys a couple of weeks ago. I was coming back from up north from a rendezvous, like south of Stringtown, and I got thrown off my mule. And so I was walking. I was tracking this mule. Stringtown, home of one of Oklahoma's fine prisons. Right. There's a big penitentiary up there. I was dodging that. And uh, well, I got over around, I was cutting sign. You could have stolen those guards' horses and well, let out on that thing. Well, it gets it gets worse. I got down around Gainesville across the river. I could have used the bridge. That's a just, long way, Stringtown to Gainesville. Yeah. I would have figured you would have crossed. Well, I was, I was following my mule. Oh, okay. I was following sign. And the, and the mule doesn't know the best way to cross the over. The mule does not. And at, like you said, anytime you find yourself in Gainesville, you know that things have gotten worse. Man, things have gotten south. I they, do, got, they got even worse. I do not like going to, through, at, no, not on like Gainesville. It, Gainesville's ominous. Well, I was sleeping under an overpass there in Gainesville. <laughs> Again. And uh, his preferred <laughs> overpass in Gainesville. I woke up and there was a couple of police officers there, and the, which, you know, I was like, oh. Okay, they start asking me questions, and I explain. I lay it all out for them. I'm on my way back from up north, trading furs. I lost my mule. I'm tracking my mule. I'm surprised they didn't recognize you. Well, they kind of looked at each other and said, well, would you like a ride? And I said, To the pokey. Well, sure. So I got in the car with them. Those some bitches hauled me over to Wichita Falls to the state mental hospital. (laughs) Luckily... One of those guards recognized my voice, and he snuck me out. He knew. He said, you're Heavy Longmire, aren't you? And I said, yes, I am, sir. And so he let me go. And uh, Did they keep the mule? I never found that son of a bitch. Can yeah. you describe the mule? Well, it's got four legs, had two <laughs> ears that kind of poke up. It's kind of a... Uh, Is it a Jack or a Jenny? It's a Jack. It's named Toby. <laughs> and uh, Felt right at home in Oklahoma. Right. Yeah. And... uh but anyway, I hitched a ride back home, and uh, and here I am. So that's what that cattle trailer's doing, parked out front. Well, that and some the- other. Well, you have been missed, according to feedback, over these last 
eight some odd weeks. I apologize. I'm I, not so sure anybody listened to us after that first one when we announced that you weren't going to be around for a couple I, more. Interestingly enough, there is a drop off. Well, that's just in listenership by coincidence. We definitely lost all female listeners. Mostly, we've we've maintained a few. Uh, what few we have, and we love each and every one of you female lady type listeners. Now, did we get any spike in our Asian listeners with Heavy taking a break? Because he's hard on we them. We did have a spike in Asian listeners. See, I yeah, thought there might. Surprise me. Doesn't so, surprise me at all. Japan has, was very strong last month <laughs> with, we, and we, you know, it's. Don't get him started. Don't get Japan. him started. He's still, still. Still sore. Those still, wounds are still mad about the Tokyo uh, Kyoto slow Accord. to heal. The um... it wouldn't be right if the best of 2017 didn't have something about a stripper. So here's the tale of Honey Melons. All right, let's drop this bomb from Rusty Krieger, like Gap Band style. Drop the bomb on me. Remember that poster at the skating rink? I thought the Gap Band was the were the coolest people on the planet when I was in about seventh grade. Oh, I and think, I still do, really. I think I think we thought that like in when we were in third grade. Well and um what's his name? Uh Charlie Wilson, who's yeah. in the Gap Band. He's still touring and he still got it. Yeah. It's awesome. All right. Wonderful music to throw on when you got the lady over. Well speaking of ladies. Hello. What is your take on nipples? Are puffy nips a deal breaker and only regular ones? Or, or as anything goes, can I stop you before you go on? Yes. Because as I was driving, before I put out the call for Twitter questions, I was thinking about nipples. Shocker. As I drove down the highway. But here's what I was thinking. Is it any different than any other day? No, but this was a different thing. So I'm thinking, here we are in our society. We are an anti-topless woman society. Right. We've progressed, so now, to speak. If we weren't an anti-topless society where women could freely free the nip, which I mean, you should. Would women use cosmetics on their nips? You mean like a rouge? Well, you know, would we have just like we have lipstick? Would we have nipple stick? Nipstick, possible. Also, I was thinking about an episode of a very obscure British comedy show called Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Okay. I'll have to... Not aware of that one. I'm sure... I love British comedy, though. Apex Cody is probably the only person that knows this oh, show. He, he just prairie-dogged up when you said that. But they, it's a it's a fake horror TV show. Okay. And it's made intentionally bad, but they had an episode... How about they, Greg? Well, they have an episode where they fight Scotsmen. Bailey. They fight Scotsmen that are coming. But another episode... Some type of meteor or something from outer space causes a woman to start to turn into a broccoli. Okay. So she starts turning green. I can and see that. Got that got me thinking about green nipples. Mm-hmm. And maybe I saw Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy a couple of weeks ago, and maybe I was thinking about green nipples on that girl. That was good. But um, I got to thinking, you know, what would happen? Would women begin to use cosmetics on their nipples? Because, you know, sometimes... Over the course of a woman's life, nipple color and nipple appearance may change due to hormones sure, and pregnancy. Sure. You know, you may end up getting the big dark nipples or the pancake nipple, pancake areola there. Right. But to Rusty's question, I just wanted to give you, I was already thinking this before Rusty 
So maybe there was like a cosmic bond going out there where I'm sending out the vibe. Maybe. Ask nipples. Ask. Maybe. I mean, I, I feel like I'm pretty inclusive on the nipple. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, you know, I'm not even above fighting through the long stray hair. I'm certainly not a fan. Yeah. I mean, it's never stopped, but it's, I feel like it, as long as that is taken care of, then we're good to go. But honestly, even if it's not, it's not a deal breaker. It's not preferred, but it's not a deal breaker. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, if you've run into that, like let's say something happened and your lady friend had not had a chance because maybe she wasn't expecting to uh, go into some type of situation and she hadn't been doing any maintenance on the old uh, gals. Right. No tweezing. Yeah. That's it. I Don't wonder you, if that's ever stop, actually stopped anybody. I mean, I'm sure it may have caused a pause and it may have been something that somebody certainly didn't, you know. Well, I mean, I'll drive right through that roadblock. Yeah. Although maybe there's a level that you wouldn't like looking at both of us have fairly hairy arms. What if we ran into a breast that had our level of arm hair on it? Would that stop you? I mean, cause that's getting into like werewolf level. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say because I've never encountered that degree, but uh I, I could probably plow through just about anything. I think anything. I probably could. It Tell me if you think this is true. It seems like that, especially going from the 70s to the 80s to now, that we see far less of the giant disc nipple than we used to. I agree. Don't you think that circumference... Has been reduced over time. There's that, and there's also the general puffiness. Like if you, oh looked yeah, at, if you yeah. looked at the the Playboy well, Playmate, a lot of that has just come with natural too versus you know enhanced. Yeah, but like in the '60s, the Playmates often had some type of puffy nipple, of course. And then now you just don't see it as much. And I say, bring back the puffy nipple. I, I say, bring back the puffy nipple. Bring back the cone bra. Oh, of course bring back the cone I bra. want it to look like a B-52 coming at me in a tight sweater. I want to be excited, stimulated, and semi-scared. Yeah, I think that's that's what made 1950s, 1960s America great. That's right. And, I mean, I think we've both talked about this before, that at least I, and I think, I don't remember your take on this. I've got no problem with the enhancement as long as it doesn't get out of control. But I'm also extremely nostalgic for the natural. Yeah. I, you know, I've never personally spent any time short of waving a dollar at anything enhanced. So I don't have a frame of reference to say I'm a hundred percent okay. But in general, yeah, I don't have a problem with them. Now I do get distracted at times when you'll see, and this goes for both enhancement as far as going upsize, but also going downsize. Sure. That the scarring, if they have to reattach the, the areola. Right. And you'll have the, it looks like a, a jagged scar, like on a. The like underscar. Just, well, not the underscar can look, you know, that's, that's acceptable. But when you get the, it looks like they cut the areola off with the jagged edge oh, of okay. a tin can. Yeah. Kind of the bottle cap scar. Yeah. That's a little bit distracting. But overall, I think as long as you keep the, if you don't go crazy. Right. Did I ever tell the story about honey melons? I don't think so. Do you wish like, like a girlfriend of yours? No, she was a semi famous stripper slash porn star of the late eighties, early nineties. Okay. 
and I was going to school out at Texas Tech out in Lubbock. Guns up. And I was working on the southeast side of town, which was not the best side of town, at a United supermarket. Hey, now. And our client. Yes, bagging. Our clientele was not the best socioeconomic side. Okay. And strippers. Because the few strip clubs in that region A lot at the of time, overlap between those two. Yes. Were on that side of town or outside of town just past. And one night, I'd stopped by to pick up my paycheck. Wasn't working. Because yeah, that place is not doing direct deposit. No, no. This is, one, this is a long time ago, too. And I'm in the little office, which was just a, a walled enclosure. It was open aired. So, like yeah. the, you know, it was like a 14 foot ceiling in the, this little office just had eight foot walls. Right. And it had two, uh, one way mirror glass around it. And I'm sitting there getting my check from one of the assistant managers. And all of a sudden he freaks out and gets up and runs out the door. <laughs> And knocks uh, one of the like fourteen year old sackers out of the way Damn. to start helping Honey Melons. Oh, okay. And she she's, spotted that she's this blonde bombshell, Morgana style. Morgana style. She's okay. wearing a one piece lacra unitard thing. Okay, holding these giant like Triple H jugs, and she's wearing a satin jacket of the era. <laughs> sure. With we all had one embroidered on the back in uh, uh, a lilting style, handwritten style, <laughs> honey melons. <laughs> and sure enough, when she turns around, that jacket can't button. No, that and jacket's they are got just no these chance. Giant fake boot. I mean, they were they were so damn big. And maybe I'll find a picture of honey melons that's safe for work, kind of. If you work at a a United, well, I don't want to discriminate. Because I, as you guys know, I'm fully inclusive, but I mean, I don't want to discriminate against the giant fake melon, but as I, I think I've made clear on here many times, I'm more of a leg man, but yeah. So I, I mean, I'm not interested in the over enhanced, but you know, I mean, none, I, of, none of them I'm would a friendly, stop me. I'm a friendly kind of guy. None of them would stop me. I want everybody to feel loved. And I think at this moment we all do. Without a doubt, the best thing from the three of our perspectives that happened this year was the telling of the infamous Whataburger incident. Well, we... who Did we go see Robert Earl Keane? Is that who I, we're seeing? Or is it Pat Green? Or I think it was Robert Earl I've Keane. I've never Earl gone Keane. to see Pat Green. It was Robert Earl Keane. It was Robert Earl. Okay. It was out there so in a little was, joint. Right. It was out at... Southern Junction? Southern Junction yeah, out there in right. Rockwall. That's right. And it was me, Ty, uh, we had borrowed a buddy's truck. Right. Cause he had to work that night. And another friend of ours drove his truck. Right. Cause it was, yeah. And uh, Mrs. Gustav was and with Mrs. Us Gustav. For some and Mrs. Gustav. And one of, cause her, I, I, we were both going to go, but whatever reason I had to go into yeah. work that night. Cause me and Mrs. Longmire. We had Long, a hell of time. Guess wasn't there. Me and Mrs. Longmire were not dating yet. So Mrs. Gustav brought one of her friends that she was going to try to set me up with. Who was that? I don't know. Some I don't even. I don't even remember who that was. I don't don't remember that. I remember somebody else being there. I don't remember. And uh, so it was what five of us in the truck? I get yeah, five of us in the truck. It was packed. Three and back. And uh, so we drive an 
hour and a half or so. It's wrong way. Yeah. Which, from where we were coming from, there's no good way to get there. Yeah. We were drunk when we left. We were drunk when we left. And we had about all, eight hours left to go. Right. We got all the way down to Southern Junction, saw the concert, did all that good stuff. Was that the night I almost got in a fight in the parking lot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and that was the night that I found I, I was way too drunk and I ran into somebody that I worked with, a, a girl that I knew that was also there. And I think I made a complete yeah. idiot out of myself on the well, dance floor. We were, we were leaving afterwards and I was drunk, <laughs> drunk, drunk. And, and I got, Booty I got separated. I got separated and I couldn't, I couldn't find the truck. So I'm just wandering through the parking lot at this big honky tonk with a, you know, gravel parking lot, just going up to random people. Just begging for a PI. And he was scared. Just because our, the friend that was driving, he's kind of a goofy guy. And I remember just going up to random people saying, Hey, have you seen this goofy guy with another guy and two chicks? Walking around. And at one point, we could see you walking through the parking lot and we were just enjoying the show. Yeah. And I'm, he's just stumbling from truck to truck. Right. Hey, do you know this guy that? (laughs) So finally, we find the truck. I find the truck. We get in the truck and we're start heading home. And, uh, I'm back in the back in the extended cab because back then there wasn't even four door trucks. It was just lean that seat forward and get back. Yeah. Hit the third door. That was a fancy thing, you know? And, uh, so as we're coming back through Rockwall, everybody's like, let's stop at Whataburger. We got to eat. We got to eat. Everybody's been there. That 2 a.m. Whataburger run. So our buddy pulls into the Whataburger drive through. I'm like, man, I got to pee. Let, let me out. I got to pee. There's a thousand people in the drive through. Yeah. I'm like, I got to pee. He's like, and that's you? a tight parking lot for yes. a Whataburger. He's like, where are you going to pee at? I was like, I go, I'll run right over there by those big tall bushes over there. We're like, there's 20 fucking cars in the drive through. Which all I could see was these big tall hedges. These big bushes. And, uh, just let me, I said, let me out, man. I'm about to pee in my pants. So they let me out and I take off running towards these bushes. Well, I just dive through the bushes. <laughs> what I did not know was behind those bushes was a glass building. <laughs> so I kind of bounce Chris off. Farley that, did. I kind of <laughs> bounce off that glass building, and I mean, I lay flat on my back. Oh, it was so And I'm hilarious. just dying laughing. <laughs> And other people in the drive-thru were laughing. Everybody at the drive-thru is watching this, too. I mean, this is within a matter of feet. And I'm just dying laughing. Will I get up? Will I just go in the Whataburger to use their restroom? That's what I was going to (laughs) say. It would seem like a good idea. So I just, well, I didn't think I could wait that long. So I just go in the Whataburger to use their restroom. Well, we sit in the drive-thru. I mean, we're about five cars back at this point. And you know how Whataburger is at about 2.30. I mean, each person's taking about 20 minutes. And there's one person who's working there cooking and taking orders. Right. And, you know, they're not getting into Mensa anytime soon either. And so we're waiting and waiting. And after, you know, we're about, now we're about two cars back and people start to chatter, you know, like, what the fuck is, you know, come of heavy at this point. Now we're saying, you know, he's probably passed out in the bathroom or he's gotten in a fight in the Whataburger. Like, it's been about 30 minutes at this point. Like, he's had plenty of time to take a leak and come back. I'm just imagining. <laughs> or he's come out of the Whataburger and he's, he can't find the truck. We have no Wandered idea. Wandered off somewhere. We're like, all right, well, we're going to get our food. We've already ordered. We're going to drive through, get our food, and then let's go over there and park and let's 
you know, spread out and try to find this motherfucker. We know it's not going to be good. Well, we roll up to the second window, and guess who is right there? <laughs> like, they're ready to pass out orders. This motherfucker. Behind the counter. <laughs> That's what I imagine is him just sitting at the window. Being He's like, got the fucking headset on. <laughs> And he's acting like it's no big deal. It's just like, it'd be just a minute. <laughs> Spicy or regular ketchup? <laughs> and the person, the poor schmuck beside him, who he'd evidently taken his headphones off of and put him on, is just standing there dumbfounded like, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're like, heavy, what the? So then after we give him shit about it, he gives us our food. <laughs> I'm just dying. And he makes sure the order was dying. right. I'm cry laughing the yeah. whole time. Just so cry then, laughing. So then we're like, we're going to pull around, get your ass in the truck. And he's like, oh, we're busy in here. <laughs> I'm in the weeds right now. I can't go. I can't leave right now. I just now. put some fries down. <laughs> you know, I can't leave now. Oh, my gosh. We started <laughs> laughing for about 30 minutes. I just cry laugh. I still cry when I hear the that, story. That picture, I've still got it clear in my mind of when we roll up to the window, look in, and Heavy is in there fucking working the water burger. This is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And he's like, we're like, get your ass in the truck. And he's like, dude, we got cars backed up out here. I was like, get that fucking headset off. cars oh. backed up here. It was it's, a wonderful night. It's not as good, but I've told you the story of the time that I pulled up at the valet spot. Oh. And it was at a place where it was not busy at the time. Like the parking lot is almost completely empty. And I pull up in my truck. It it was kind of, it wasn't like a fancy place, but it was enough to have a valet. And this young man, I believe I found out who was from Morocco or maybe Afghanistan. There were two attendants. He came up to me and he said, I'm sorry, sir. I can't park you. And I said, excuse me. I mean, is it because I'm in a truck? I mean, I can park it if you're worried about that. I mean, the, the parking lot's wide open. He's like, no, I, I'm sorry. I, I can't, we can't park you. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm starting to get a little agitated. This is like pretty woman. And yeah. I look over at the, at the valet stand and they're leaning on it is one heavy longmire. <laughs> <laughs> How does he appear in all these and he places? Says, that gentleman says, I can't park you. <laughs> Like he was the boss. I can't park him. He's nope. shaking his head at me. Nope. <laughs> Heavy is the king of fuck with you when you're not ready for it. And so, you know, he'd been there because he knew I was coming there. I didn't know he was going to be there, but he knew I was going to be there in a strange twist of fate. And he's been there like 20 minutes making friends and learning all about Morocco and Afghanistan <laughs> from these two young men. The and mayor. just having a great time. I'm sure he's talking lots of valet talk. Oh, yeah. You know, really getting a feel for Swapping the Swapping stories. Asking him about their cut and, you know, what percentage but, you yeah, get he's and just kind of stuff. You know, your general bullshit. Just talking to him about how he, Again, he worked a service job at Whataburger. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's got I experience. Too service I know about this Customer service industry. Service. <laughs> well, we... Who did we go see Robert Earl Keane? Is that I, who we're seeing, or is I, it Pat Green? Or I think it was Robert. I've Keen. never Robert gone Keen. to see Pat Green. It was Robert Earl Keane. Robert Earl. Okay, it was out there so a little was, joint. Right. It was out at Southern Junction. Southern Junction yeah, out there in right. Rockwall. That's right. And it was me, Ty, uh, 
we had borrowed a buddy's truck, right? Because he had to work that night, and another friend of ours drove his truck, right? Because it was yeah. And I, Mrs. Gustav was and with Mrs. us Gustav, for some reason. And one I, of because I, I, I we were both going to go. But whatever reason, I had to go into yeah. work that night. Because me and Mrs. Longmire... We had Long- a hell of time. Guess wasn't there. Me and Mrs. Longmire were not dating yet. I so Mrs. Gustav brought one of her friends that she was going to try to set me up with. Who was that? I don't know. Some I don't even... I don't even remember who that was. I don't, I don't remember either. that. I remember somebody else being there, but I don't remember who and, it was. Uh, so it was, what, five of us in the truck, I guess? Yeah, five of us in the truck. It Two was packed. Front, three and back. And uh, so we... Drive an hour and a half or so. To Long Rockwall, way. Yeah. Which from where we were coming from, there's no good way to get there. Yeah. We were drunk when we left. We were drunk when we left. And we had about all, eight hours left to go. Right. We got all the way down to Southern Junction, saw the concert, did all that good stuff. Was that the night I almost got in a fight in the parking lot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and that was the night that I found I I was way too drunk, and I ran into somebody that I worked with, a, a girl that I knew that was also there, and I think I made a complete yeah. idiot out of myself on the we, dance floor. We were we were leaving afterwards, and I was drunk, <laughs> drunk, drunk, and and I got booty. Shaking. I got separated. I got separated, and I couldn't I couldn't find the truck. So I'm just wandering through the parking lot at this big honky tonk with a you know gravel parking lot, just going up to random people, just begging for a pi. And he I was, was scared, <laughs> just because our the friend that was driving, he's kind of a goofy guy, and I remember just going up to random people saying, "Hey, have you seen this goofy guy with another guy and two chicks?" Walking around. And at one point, we could see you walking through the parking lot, and we were just enjoying the show. Yeah, and I'm... He's just stumbling from truck to truck. Right. Hey, do you know this guy that... (laughs) So finally, we find the truck. I find the truck. We get in the truck, and we'll start heading home. And uh, I'm back in the back in the extended cab, because back then, there wasn't even four-door trucks. It was just... Lean that seat forward and get back. Yeah, they had the third door. That was a fancy thing, you know. And uh, so as we're coming back through Rockwall... Everybody's like, let's stop at Waterburger. We gotta eat. We gotta eat. Everybody's been there. That two a.m. Waterburger run. Yeah. So our buddy pulls into the Waterburger drive-through. I'm like, man, I gotta pee. Let let me out. I gotta There's pee. There's a thousand people in the drive-through. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta pee. He's like, and that's you? a tight parking lot for yes. a Waterburger. He's like, where are you gonna pee at? I was like, I go. I'll run right over there by those big tall bushes over there. We're like, there's 20 fucking cars in the drive-through. Which all I could see was these big tall hedges. These big bushes. And uh just let me, I said, let me out, man. I'm about to pee in my pants. So they let me out, and I take off running towards these bushes. Well, I just dive through the bushes. <laughs> what I did not know was behind those bushes was a glass building. <laughs> so I kind of bounce Chris off. Chris Farley that, did. I kind of <laughs> bounce off that so glass awesome. building. And, I mean, I lay flat on my back. Oh, it was so and I'm hilarious. Just, Dying laughing, and other people in the drive thru are laughing. Everybody at the drive thru is watching this, too. I mean, this is within a matter of feet. And I'm just dying laughing while I get up. Well, I just go in the Whataburger to use their restroom. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. It would seem like a good idea. So I just, well, I didn't think I could wait that long. So I just go in the Whataburger to use their restroom. Well, we sit in the drive thru 
I mean, we're about five cars back at this point. And you know how Whataburger is at about 2.30. I mean, each person's taking about 20 and minutes. And there's one person who's working there cooking and taking orders. Right. And, you know, they're not getting into Mensa anytime soon either. And so we're waiting and waiting. And after, you know, we're about, now we're about two cars back and people start to chatter, you know, like, what the fuck is, you know, come of heavy at this point. Now we're saying, you know, he's probably passed out in the bathroom or he's gotten in a fight in the Whataburger. Like, it's been about 30 minutes at this point. Like, he's had plenty of time to take a leak and come back. I'm just imagining. <laughs> or he's come out of the Whataburger and he's he can't find the truck. We have no Wandered idea. Wandered off somewhere. We're like, all right, well, we're going to get our food. We've already ordered. We're going to drive through, get our food, and then let's go over there and park. And let's, you know, spread out and try to find this motherfucker. We know it's not going to be good. Well, we roll up to the second window, and guess who is right there? <laughs> like, they're ready to pass out orders. This motherfucker. Behind the counter. <laughs> That's what I imagined is him just sitting at the window. He's like, got the fucking headset on. <laughs> Everything. And we're like, what the fuck? And he's acting like it's no big deal. It's just like, be just a minute. <laughs> Spicy or regular ketchup? <laughs> and the person, the poor schmuck beside him, who he'd evidently taken his headphones off of and put him on, is just standing there dumbfounded like, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're like, heavy, what the... So then after we give him shit about it, he gives us our food. <laughs> I'm just dying. He makes sure the order was dying. right. I'm cry laughing the yeah. whole time. Just so cry then, laughing. So then we're like, we're going to pull around, get your ass in the truck, and then he's like, oh, we're busy in here. <laughs> I'm in the weeds right now. I can't go. I can't leave right now. I just now. put some fries down. And, you know, I can't leave now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We started <laughs> laughing for about 30 minutes. Minutes, I just cry laugh. I still cry when I hear the that, story. That picture, I've still got it clear in my mind of when we roll up to the window, look in, and Heavy is in there fucking working the water burger. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And he's like, we're like, get your ass in the truck. And he's like, dude, we got cars backed up out here. I was like, get that fucking headset off. Cars oh. backed up here. It was it's, a wonderful night. It's not as good, but I've told you the story of the time that I pulled up at the valet spot. Oh. And it was at a place where it was not busy at the time. Like the parking lot is almost completely empty. And I pull up in my truck, but it, it was kind of, it wasn't like a fancy place, but it was enough to have a valet. And the, this young man, I believe I found out who was from Morocco or maybe Afghanistan. There were two well, attendants. I'm now. He came up to me and he said, I'm sorry, sir. I can't park you. And I said, excuse me. I mean, is it because I'm in a truck? I mean, I can park it if you're worried about that. I mean, the, the parking lot's wide open. He's like, no, I'm sorry. I, I can't, we can't park you. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm starting to get a little agitated. This is like pretty woman. And I look over at the at the valet stand, and there leaning on it is one heavy longmire. <laughs> How does he appear in all these and he places? Says, that gentleman says I can't park him. <laughs> like he was the boss. I can't park him. Uh, he's nope. shaking his head at me. Nope. <laughs> Heavy is the king of fuck with you when you're not ready for it. And so, you know, he'd been there because he knew I was coming there. 
I didn't know he was going to be there, but he knew I was going to be there in a strange twist of fate. And he's been there like 20 minutes making friends and learning all about Morocco and Afghanistan <laughs> from these two young men. The and mayor. he's having a great time. I'm sure he's talking lots of valet talk. Oh, yeah. You know, really getting a feel for Swapping the Swapping stories. Asking him about their cut, you know, what percentage but you yeah, get he's and just kinds stuff. You know. Your general he, bullshit. Just talking to him about how he, Again, he worked a service job at Whataburger. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's got I experience. Know service I know about the service industry. <laughs> As you know, we lost the hard drive The most of our work had been recorded on, so I've been rebuilding slowly. And so far, I've lost most of the montage work that we had going, which was extensive. But... I have um, recouped a little bit, and I have added as we went along since the crash. So here's a little bit of both bragging and some oddball questions that there just aren't answers to sometimes. And I hope you enjoy those, and I hope you keep listening and stick around for the best of 2018 because we couldn't do it without you. Thanks. How awesome would it be to have a 1991 windsuit? I read a story in college about the the architecture of uh, Central Park. How many batteries that take? <laughs> do we have uh, any other Twitter? I drink more bourbon than I do scotch. Well, I love vinegar. I love eggs, and I love oil. I'm not like a train nerd. Okay. Well, get this shit. I I was butt naked 99 percent of the time before we had kids. Do so, they work themselves up? Coleslaw is oil and egg whites. I've never eaten, like, caged rabbit. I've heard Glen Campbell my whole life. That's, How do you map jungle? I've, I've never eaten chili at a restaurant, any kind of restaurant. Why don't you like it? We just get whatever's cheapest. I, I support the big tail. I saw Don Williams one time. I don't like a lot of ice cream flavors, because I am not well-versed in glassware. I'm very old school when it comes to the... Buttocks arts. How many batteries that take? <laughs> I'm a nice guy, Gus. We drove that son of a bitch to Colorado one time. Man, I love peeling eat shrimp. I favor the crinkle cut fries, which I've never been in the grocery business. I'd, I'd rather wear a jock than a cup. I don't know much about bears. Man, West Texas scares me. I'm not an asshole by nature. I don't like skinny fries. I don't like Sonic skinny fries. We don't have to wear bras. I smelled like a hobo's ass. I have never seen anyone under 60 other than myself ever go into a catfish, David Barrett's Catfish King. I'm not a fan of the waffle fry. Did I grew up in a communist country and I haven't worked in grocery in 20 something years. I mean, I'm a fan of food. I'm about to show you a picture of a big-ass striper I caught on Tawakonese. i tell you one of the most awkward places I've ever thrown up. I cooked some fish sticks and some and some fries for my kids tonight in the oven. I'm all about discretion. I wore a pumpkin on my head, jack-o'-lantern style. <laughs> but I have done it. I've got one of those old, like, 1984 and 85, the old buck knife. I've been to New York City a couple of times. But Have you ever been with a chick and she vomits and then you're like, shit. I did the rubbing. I am a fan of Australian cinema. Can I take your drink order, she pumpkin wanted- tits? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like candy corn. 
That's one of those things my dad told me, and it's bullshit. I've got the badass side clippers. I fillet everything. It doesn't matter whether it's a bluegill or a crappie or a bass. I love Bellamy Brothers. And I'm a fan of No Bustle. My favorite fast food fries are Brahms. I'm not one of these conspiracy theory people. I like wheat. I mean, and I'm a fan of the gamble. And I'm not a pumpkin hater. I like the pumpkin flavor. And I don't trust journalists. I mean, I too have gone through my bonsai period. I'd rewatched Ken Burns' Civil War. Honestly, I've eaten at Arby's, I think, twice in my life. Well, I got some scissors I bought at Walgreens. I like to rough it. I had a friend in college that had TB. My attention span's not that long. I got a cassette player in, out in the barn. I got real into drawing. Like In-N-Out fries? Spoilage with jellies and preserves. Man, I got some tacos the other day, and which I don't know how transfusions work. So I had a Don Williams concert t-shirt for a while. They burned it down in a controlled burn that I wore a jumpsuit to. I'm an over-butterer. Now, I'm not an over-butterer. I don't put butter on my bread. I've been to some haunted houses as an adult. I, it wasn't until adulthood that I would put butter on pancakes. I'm going to fillet it all. Now, I use butter to cook. Mrs. Longmire showed it to me a couple of years ago. I grew up with the tub of country crock. Hey, I got some notes. I met the female version of Hank Kimball uh, a couple of weeks ago. Because there was a time in my life when I was not very uh, successful with the ladies. No, I've got a question. Is that common? I have never voted for Daddy Bush. We are into the gilfs. I worked with elderly people. I used to work with elderly people. <laughs> Did you ever sing the dance? I've heard of Ronnie Cycli. I've got a good foraging club I'm a member of that I can hook him up with. I think I'm the only one at the table that is sung at weddings. <gasps> now I use butter to cook. I myself, I prefer fillets. I spent a couple of hours watching old Simon and Simon episodes. Sex addict with the sex swing. <laughs> When's the last time you ate a rabbit? I'm, I'm perfect. I try to talk reasonably with people. Because I stand up against the tyranny of peer pressure. <laughs> I like to hunt on music. Anything pickled is the way to my heart. I did a Restless Heart song one time. Do you you guys know anybody who's gotten circumcised as an adult? Yeah, Old Bush. <laughs> I knocked that fucker out of the park. And I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. I'm a pioneer. I'm an explorer. I'm a human, and I'm coming. I'm animated. I'm alive. My heart's big. It's got hot blood going through it fast. I like to fight, too. I like to eat. I like to have children. I'm here. I got a life force. This is a human. This is what we look like. This is what we act like. This is what everybody was like before us. This is what I am. I'm a throwback. I'm here. I've got the fire of human liberty. I'm setting fires everywhere. And humans are turning on everywhere. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Salley. Good night from Dallas, Texas.